Decisions, decisions, decisions. All of our lives are consumed with them. The quality of our decisions is dictated by the quality of our questions. In this episode, we're going to talk about the four questions you should ask before making square one decisions. What's going on, Square One family? I'm so excited to have you back for episode four. We're off and running, and you guys have made this such a success. So thank you for continuing to do what I ask you to do every week, which is like, subscribe, share, rate, review. Make sure you spread the word. Help us continue to fulfill this mission, which is really simple, helping everybody we can start over, stay strong, and shape a powerful Future. We believe that the square of our lives is not the end of our lives, and square one is never the whole story. It's been an amazing journey as we've continued to not only have our master class, but now doing our coaching group. And I'm just so excited for the people that we've been able to hear stories from, who've been able to share how the content, how the conversations, and how the engagement opportunities have really helped them to navigate uncertain seasons, seasons of setback, disappointments, and delays, but we are still forming and shaping a powerful future. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure you head over to vernongordon.com so you can continue to see all the opportunities to plug in and engage, and you can still jump in to our coaching group, and you can also make sure you head there to buy your copy of Square One, the book. If you have not already got it, get a copy in your hand. If you already got one, buy one for your cousin, your neighbor, your coworker, your friend, your family member, your ex-boyfriend, your ex-girlfriend, everybody. All right? Make sure you grab yours. You can also find the book on Amazon as well. Well, today, we're talking about the four questions you should be asking before making Square One decisions. Look, when you find yourself in a square one season, square one moment, you've heard the language enough by now, these moments in our life, these periods of time can sometimes cause for us to have to make some important decisions. And there's some questions we should ask before we make those decisions. But let me tell you a little story first about how this all came to be and this principle kind of wrapped around my head. Uh, When I was a child, particularly at 13 years of age, uh, as you heard in episode one, I was navigating a life of cancer, and I was coming towards the end of some of my treatment process uh, as a cancer patient. And there was this network called the Children's Miracle Network who would invite every year one representative from every state to gather together who represented childhood trauma or disease and the strength that they showed from it. I was honored and privileged to be the one selected from the state of Virginia, along with my family, we traveled to Florida and we met with countless other families, again, representatives of every state, uh, hearing their stories of their square one circumstances. We met young people and children uh, who were my age at the time who had been uh, uh, attacked by animals and been disfigured and they showed strength to overcome that. We met other children who were navigating similar illnesses as I, like cancer and other aggressive illnesses. We met a young man who had been almost cut in half by a power line that it came down and his body had been restructured and he had to navigate uh, uh, the other side of overcoming that. Uh, We met people who had had limbs amputated for various reasons, brain surgeries, 
all of these children, all of these families who have been at these square one moments. And as we begin to talk and as we begin to share around the pool and around the events that surrounded that weekend, uh, it was very apparent that all of us had similar stories, even though we had different circumstances, that all of us on the journey had experienced some setbacks, some disappointments, some moments where they told us that this would be the last date, but then it took two more months to finish the job, that we thought we'd be done sooner, but we had to endure a little longer, that some surgeries didn't go as planned. All of these moments happened in all of our lives. But there was a common denominator that I saw in every one of their stories. And even since that time, I've met many champions of circumstance. And here's what I found, that every one of us has wrestled with questions, that you cannot get through a season of unexpected challenge, unexpected circumstances without pausing long enough to wrestle with some important questions, both with yourself and with others you trust. The outcome of our questions informs the quality of our life. I've found it to be true time and time again that the outcome of our questions usually informs the quality of the next season of our lives. Here's why. Because questions actually reveal care. Self-care, care for others, others who care for us. Questions reveal care. Where there is a lack of questions, there's probably a lack of care. Come on, you may know somebody, been in a situation before where they were working at a job or maybe they were in a relationship and they had become over it. Come on, maybe you know somebody. And that once they became over it, right, what did they do? They was like, I'm like don't even ask no questions no more. I don't care. Not going to be my job in a little bit. Not going to be my relationship in a little bit. The questions actually indicate a level of care. Why does this matter? Because quality decisions start with quality questions. In other words, I got to think through it before I decide to do it. And this is in conflict and contrast with our culture, because we live in a culture that encourages us to think quick, act fast, and then see what happens. But the truth of the matter is the quality of our decisions starts with the quality of our questions. And here's the temptation that's going to appear in your life when you hit these moments of change, challenge, and unexpected circumstance. The temptation is going to be to make one of two extreme decisions equally as damaging to shaping a future, hastiness or paralysis. For some of us, the temptation is going to be to just be stuck, stuck in a season, stuck in a thought process, stuck in our disappointment, stuck in our pain, stuck in our tears, stuck in our feelings, paralysis. Some of us, the temptation is going to be the opposite extreme. It's going to be hastiness. All right, I just got to bulldoze my way out of this. I got to just get out fast. Look, in one of our previous episodes, I talked about the fact of try again, start over, go for it. Don't let failure stop you. But hear me, I don't want you to misinterpret that there's a prerequisite to just doing. All right? It's imperative that you have some time with your thoughts, with your heart, and with the questions that will inform the quality of your decision. So I want to encourage you not to think quick, act fast, and just see what happens, but take your time, think slow, 
act accordingly. So after you've taken the time to think, maybe the result is you need to move on this now. Or maybe the result is be patient. Or maybe the result is if it doesn't happen fast, as we talked about, doesn't mean nothing's happening at all, then continue to move forward. But don't allow hastiness or paralysis to be your enemy. Hastiness is going to get a lot of us, though. Right? We don't like the way it looks. We're eager to prove that we can get our way out. We're eager to move towards the other side of this storm, move towards the other side of this challenge. Nobody just wants to sit in it. Nobody wants to feel like there is the idea that I'm not getting out or moving forward. And scripture actually helps us to process this. I love what it says in Proverbs 19 and 2. It says, desire without knowledge is not good. And whoever makes haste with his feet misses his or her way. In other words, like it's good to desire like a future and goals and a different outcome and new opportunity, but you need knowledge attached to it, right? You need to think about research. You need to inspect your heart. You need to inspect what got you here this time. Some of us end up in square one seasons because of something that was beyond our doing. It happened to us. There was nothing we could have done about it. Maybe it's a diagnosis. Maybe it's somebody else left our life. Maybe it's grief, a loss of a family member. We didn't choose it. It chose us. But some of us, if we take the time to really look at it, we ended up in a square one season because of our choices, because of our decision making, because of our lack of discipline. And if we take the time to think, we're going to see and learn from it and have the knowledge, right, that helps us. Desire without knowledge is not good. And whoever makes haste often misses the way. So the goal is not stay still, but hear me, accumulating knowledge and asking the right questions is actually movement in the right direction. It may not be movement that is seen, but even if it's movement that is felt, it's moving you in the right Direction. Also, I love Proverbs 21 and 5. Check this one out. It says, the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. There is a reality that God wants you to experience promise, prosperity, and fruitfulness, I believe, in all seasons. The challenge is, are we trying to pursue it outside of the timing that is healthy? right? Whoever is hasty comes to poverty. There is a proper timing to pursue profit, a proper timing to pursue platform, a proper timing to pursue more open doors, a proper timing to pursue more relationships with people. Because sometimes you're trying to get the relationship with people prematurely because your heart isn't ready for a new relationship. Sometimes you're trying to get the platform prematurely because you're still not having refined the gift yet. What is it that you might be pursuing prematurely? Right. And so questions help us to discover and to navigate right square one seasons so we can make healthy decisions because the quality of our decisions is often determined by the quality of our questions. And this is what in the book we actually call returning to our core. What we argue even the first, over the first three chapters is what if we're looking at square one moments all wrong? 
What if everybody else is like, oh my God, I can't believe I got to do this over again. I can't believe it didn't work out and I got to start over. I can't believe I got to rebuild capital and fundraising. Can't believe that I got to rebuild that network. Can't believe this didn't go the way as planned. And what if it's an opportunity for us to actually build on our beliefs, our boundaries, and the foundations of our life? In the book, we call this returning to our core which is an acronym for four things, our commitments, our outlook, our resilience, and our emotions. When we return to our core, we actually return to the foundation that we can build on and it's steady enough to handle whatever we're gonna shape for our future. So here are the four questions you should ask before making square one decisions. Ready? Let's go. Question number one is called the commitment question. Are my commitments aligned with my values? Are my commitments aligned with my values? Now, in future chapters or future uh, episodes, I'm going to be talking about these different chapters of the book and explaining these in detail, each one of these core convictions. But you got to start by saying, hey, are my commitments aligned with my values? When you arrive at a square one season, you should evaluate what's on your plate, where's your time going, Where's your energy going? And is it actually aligned with the future you're trying to shape for yourself? I cannot begin to tell you how many times I've looked at my life after a setback or a disappointment and said, man, I was spending a lot of time there and it wasn't fruitful. I was mismanaging my time with a lot of people that weren't really connected to my purpose. Right? You got to ask the commitment question. Because when you can become clear about your commitments, you're going to also see that you become clearer about your decisions about time and energy. Got to be clear on your commitments. Are my commitments aligned with my values? And if you find that they're not, as we're going to talk about in future episodes, then you got to start making adjustments accordingly. Here's the second question that we're going to ask before we make square one decisions. The outlook question, we call it. What do I see for my future? This is imperative that you come to these moments or at least out of these moments with clarity about where am I headed? Not just shooting in the dark, not just trying things out of comparison or out of competition, but actually being clear about your outlook for your life. What do I see for my future? I love what Andy Stanley says. He has this quote that says, everybody ends up somewhere. Few people end up there on purpose. When you find yourself in a square one season, you got to make conscientious decisions to say, okay, I know exactly where I'm trying to go. I'm not just trying to end up somewhere in the next season. I'm trying to end up somewhere on purpose. So be clear about your outlook. Be clear about where you're headed. Be clear about your next steps and the strategic plan. Make sure the outlook is clear. The third one, core conviction here, is the, the resilience question. It is, how am I building my life to recover and withstand future difficulty? Don't miss this. Because in all of our lives, wherever we are, this won't be the last time we face disappointment. This is not going to be the last time things don't go according to the vision board. 
This is not going to be the last time somebody lets us down. This is not going to be the last time where the plan didn't get executed perfectly. But what we can do in this season is build the attributes and the characteristics and the disciplines and the practices that help us recover more quickly the next time around and withstand even more difficulty. And we're going to talk about in that particular section and episode how we actually build a life that can last through more circumstances, right? And so we're going to start asking the resilience question before we try to make decisions to get out of a thing so that by the time we start moving out of it, we can say, man, I'm ready for more. I'm ready for more capacity, more challenges. And it's because I know they're coming, but when they come, I will be ready. Right? Got the outlook question, the commitment question, the resilience question. Here's the third, the fourth question you should ask before making square one decisions. It is the emotions question. And here it is. Am I controlling my emotions or are they controlling me? This is so crucial. Am I controlling my emotions or are they controlling me? Because how we manage our feelings plays a significant role in how we create our future. Come on, some of us can probably look at our life maybe long ago or maybe not so long ago and be like, man, my feelings disrupted some progress. My feelings got in the way of some fruitfulness. My feelings got in the way of some opportunities. My feelings got in the way of some friendships. How I manage my feelings determines or plays a significant role in determining the quality of my future. And so often we try to move to decisions before we've asked the right questions. So here's my challenge to you this week. I want you to answer these questions honestly and then invite God to help you navigate the right decisions on the other side of your answers. Answer these questions honestly, right? And resist the temptation to have paralysis or hastiness to be stuck or to be stupid, right? To move too fast or to move too slow. Like take the time to ask the right questions so that you can make the right decisions. Why? Because the quality of our decisions is determined by the quality of our questions. And I believe today, and as we walk through this, and as you go through this week, you're gonna find your way to the other side of the square in the right timing with the right decisions because you asked the right questions. Hey family, I'm praying that this was helpful to somebody somewhere. And if it was helpful to you, would you do me a favor? Like it, subscribe, share, rate, review. Make sure somebody else gets added to this community that's growing and navigating the square. Hey, I'm super excited about the rest of the episodes that are about to come in this season because we're going to actually spend time unpacking commitments, outlook, resilience, and emotions week by week so that we can build lives that don't just wait in the square, but work in the square because we don't got time to wait. We got to start over, stay strong, and shape our future. Hey, time is of the essence. And we're going to be in God's timing, but we're also going to use time wisely 
to make sure we see the other side of the square of our lives. Hey, also don't forget, head over to the website or to Amazon to grab your copy of Square One today. If you don't already have it or buy one for a friend, I believe it's going to be a huge blessing to you. I love you. I'll see you in episode five.